Well, hello there. This is Rebecca, aka Mental Girl, here doing an episode of A Mindful Misfit in my little studio. So I'm actually, I I drank my coffee first, so I wouldn't be doing the sipping thing. (laughs) Try something a little different. But I have heard it myself, and the sound does sound better. But again, no one is, no one's complained. So let's hope um, you're enjoying it and the quality is great. And uh, my listener count's going up, so those are all giving me signs that things are okay. <clears throat> the only thing I haven't figured out yet is how to stop recording in the studio, stop and start like I have the freedom to do when, I, when I'm out and about. But um, honestly, I love, my, I love my walk and talks, and if I could get the volume and the quality really good, I'd do more of those, but I do know that it is distracting probably more because of the sound goes up and down. And I do know, uh, I am aware of the fact that sometimes I'll turn my head even in my studio and then the volume kind of gets wonky, but you know, live and learn. (laughs) So for my regular followers, thank you for hanging in there with me. I'm so glad you're still out there. And my new listeners, you know, hi, come on in, Uh, join the party. So today I'm just going to discuss, because I did, I have a few notes, not a lot, but I like jot little things down to discuss, but um, one of the things that have been passing through my noggin, things that I'm actually working on myself, is just kind of being aware that when, when, when I bump into an asshole, it doesn't mean I have to turn into an asshole, you know, because if, if I'm turning into the asshole and then blaming the original asshole, I'm the asshole now. It's kind of like vampire, you know, you, you kind of get sucked into that, <laughs> no pun intended, and then you become it. And then um, even though, yes, the vampire bit you and that's frustrating and you weren't, um, that wasn't your desire, but it still happened. So what are you going to do with it now? And so basically you want to kind of drop the ball. Don't pass it along. Don't hold on to it and heal it. Now, of course, if you're a vampire, which... Um, you know, I'm playfully using that metaphor and stuff, but um, let's say you got to deal with it now. What are you going to be, an asshole vampire or a real cool vampire? I say go for the cool, delightful vampire. <laughs> you know, learn from it, heal from it, become a cool one. You know, one of the things that I used to spend so much time on is just really worrying about what other people thought of me. It's getting less and less. It's still there. It's just not something I've completely released because, of course, I like people to like me. It makes me feel good. You know, I mean, I guess basically one of the things that I am aware of is I want my interactions and, like, to leave people, like, if I'm having a conversation and they go off on their way and I'm going off on my way, I want them to be like, God, that was really awesome. I really feel good being around her. Or my podcast, I want you to go, I want to hear more of those. I, I really, that that is a desire of mine, but I know that I, I, I'm not in control of it. I'm not in control of how people take my words or my vibe or whatever. I know that there are times I'm not in a very good mood and someone's being really nice and I'm just frustrated, you know, so it's, uh, but what's really become clear to me <clears throat> is watching people who don't care what I think of them. And not in a bad way, just in they can't control what I think of them. And they move on. So frustrating about not being able to stop and start is when I have to clear my throat. (laughs) So excuse me. 
Um, I've always been a bit of a big mouth. One of my recent posts was a shout out to all the, the people who got on their report cards talks too much. And I, I, you know, I have always been that kind of person. I have, um, I'm working on not over talking or really working on interrupting people because I get really excited at times or uh, taking the mic and not letting other people talk, you know. I'm very aware now of what's going on behind that. A couple things sometimes, sometimes I'm angry, I'm really nervous about what this person's going to say and so sometimes I try to tug on the conversation. Other times I am having anxiety and I don't know what to do. So I'm again taking, trying to take over the conversation. Or I am so excited to be with this person, I just my giddiness takes over. But one of the things that I have was, especially when I was younger, I see, I say. <laughs> I don't like something, I say it. I feel twitchy and itchy, I call it out. I mean, the problem that I started doing was that I started um, being embarrassed of that. And um, a lot of people don't like being called out on their shit. And I didn't never want really necessarily wanted to start problems, but sometimes I wanted to have a conversation. I mean, some people loved it. I remember my mom telling me some people would say, oh my God, she's just delightful. Look at her. She's just so honest and authentic. And they could see it wasn't, it wasn't about hurting anybody's feelings. It was just, you know, really being raw and authentic. Other people didn't like it. Like, of course, teachers didn't like it. But I, there was a lot of bullshit in school that I didn't care for. And I got bored. I don't want to be there, you know, and I felt stuck. But um, I, I did that meme and it was really cool because one of my childhood friends posted, yeah, I got that too, which is so funny because she always seemed like such a quiet person to me. And um, I can't remember her being chatty, not like I was. So, but in any event, um, I just feel like now in, in the political climate and the emotional climate, I don't know why I kind of get irritated using that word climate, but it's true, just the vibe, vibe, whatever. I don't like using, I try to avoid using those um, trendy words. They annoy me. And then when I use them myself, I'm like, ugh, what's that? But that's okay. Basically what I'm saying is, you know, having conversations with people, I am working through the discomfort when you disagree with people, especially loved ones, you know. Just kind of moving on. Don't feel shame, you know. But what happened with me is that I slowly felt so much of it and so much discomfort that I became sort of like I either let it all out or nothing. And I hold it all in and I stop talking. And no more, you know. I want to talk. I want to talk about things. I really do. I don't, I don't like some of the things that that's going on right now. It makes me very sad. It makes me very frustrated um, watching things. <clears throat> but I had a really cool discussion with a loved one yesterday. And one of the things that I was really frustrated about is I was, you know, I'm really trying to open up and watch interviews of, pe with, of with people that I don't agree with. Because I really want to hear, what do they see? What do they see? But one of the things that irritates me, because I'm really, what, like, Whenever I get irritated or angry, I go stop, you know, to myself. What is it? What really is underneath that anger? Sometimes I just think, 
fuck them. I don't agree with that shit. That's part of it, of course. I kind of get like, but a lot of it is there's something behind it. Uh, There's my shit and I want to own that. Um, Like I said, listening to someone I don't agree with or someone that's really popular, has a lot of, you know, fame or whatever. And then I get aggravated because I'm like, "Mm -hmm." you know what? It's that confident sounding sort of egotistical, I'm right voice that annoys me. And this is where it's interesting because this was the really cool conversation. Part of the conversation I had yesterday was um, why shouldn't people be confident? They've got their opinions. That's awesome. Why should they be like uh, talking and not feel good about what they're saying? Totally agree with that because I don't, I, I've, I have found myself getting very excited and then my confidence wavers and that's when I get attacked because it's like, you know, we're still animals as humans and I just think other humans can smell that and that little weakness and they pounce on it, you know. So yes, you want to remain grounded with your information and I really think it's great when you do have backup for the things that you are saying. However, there is this tone that aggravates me where it's like they're already coming into the conversation going, oh no, I'm right and I'm proving you wrong. Like it's like you're, you're so lame and I just want to prove you wrong. And I want to watch that too. But what I want to do is there are times where I hear something from a confident sounding person and I'm like they're acting like because they say it you know, don't have a conversation if you're not well-researched and I'm well-researched and this is how I came to that. And I'm listening to them. I'm like, okay, this is the problem too. Maybe I'm not as well-researched, but you sound like you're full of shit. Something sounds off based on what I see. See, this is where I break it down. Maybe I don't have research, but I am literally seeing something. What do you think of that? And then it kind of becomes this thing. I'm like, well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that. Or I don't like that. But, you know, it's like, they're okay. When you're having a conversation, I do feel like other things come in. Yes, an amazing debater is one who doesn't bring everything in. They really try to stay on topic. But when you have sort of, when people have a sort of, Okay, if they can stay on topic, that's awesome. Like, I, I'm trying to make an example here. of Like, I like pink and I don't like blue and they have a well-researched why pink is better or something like that. And yet, and that, to me, it just, it's, it's sounding like an opinion, but they have all these, oh, you know, to, and again, this is not true, but I'm just trying to come up with something. Uh, this is true because to the eye, the, and they do all like a bunch of sciencey stuff and philosophical stuff and psychological stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Yet, can you argue with the fact that someone doesn't agree with you? You've got all this shitload of facts, but someone doesn't agree with you. And they're different because pink annoys the crap out of them. And then they say, it annoys the crap out of me because of that, that, that. And maybe it's an emotional reason, but it's very well-researched. And they have other, what is that? You could even say like studies or things like that. They're, ba- they're basing their opinion on, off experience, not off some kind of research that was done. So I know I'm, I'm 
this is what happens to me. I, I, I run with an idea and I get a little, it gets a little convoluted, sort of get off track. But back to this new approach of talking, because I think having a well-rounded opinion, I think having research, having facts, all of that is fabulous. But it, it appears to me that some of these facts could be incorrect. Some of these facts can be based on hypnotized information. I don't know how to make that. You know. how, so I'm trying like new rituals to just try a different way to have a conversation, to open it up, to bring in empathy, compassion, open-mindedness, turning the dial a little bit, putting down all your facts, and I'm using quotation marks. Try a different way. Get through the awkwardness of a conversation, even if you're listening to me and going, where the hell is she going with all this? You can say it. I have a loved one that says that all the time, and sometimes I get really emotional, like, are you picking on me? And no, it's just they got lost somewhere, and they're really trying to figure it out. So you get through the awkwardness of a conversation to get to the comfortable. And this is learning nonviolent, open-minded conversation to sort of set your ego aside. Because even if you come with a shitload of facts, you are coming with your ego. I have a shitload of facts and I have a shitload of research. Facts change, opinions change, th situations change, people come with other stuff. There's so much. And the potential to have a conversation can be a beautiful thing, especially with people with really different opinions, really different viewpoints. But if you don't have the patience or the practice, it'll get derailed instantly. And I've gotten derailed with, I come with too much emotion, or I come with too much, um, my, my filters are on too much. Well, this hurt me. And it's like, okay, set all that aside. Because what you really want to do is figure out a way to communicate with this person that you don't agree with. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I would say try some different rituals. See how it feels. Try writing with your left hand. Feel that how that, how that feels. Picking up things with your left hand. Just like doing something like that. Trying something different. Like today, instead of sipping my coffee with my podcast, I sipped it before. You know, sometimes I do like my coffee because I like that feeling of chatting with my coffee, but then I was realizing it could be a little distracting with the sip sounds. Try something different. Get up and just do something different. Go to the window instead of wherever you go or don't, uh, or get up and say a funny thing to yourself. You know, just try something a little awkward just to feel what it feels like to be awkward. And that's something I really want to practice because being, feeling awkward in a situation, that's one of the things that usually just gets me all, you know, and I want to kind of feel the awkward so that I can get through it, so I can feel the empowerment on the other side. So that's my spiel for the day. For, the, for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and come and chat with me. I love it. 
I may not be able to answer right away, but oh, I just love it. I think it's nice and I would love to hear feedback. I had a really awesome discussion with two people yesterday and I won't go into the conversation now because I think that would be a whole other podcast, but it was a touchy subject and it was awesome just to have a conversation. And one of the, the, the people I, you know, I think, uh, felt I was holding back probably, but I was using, I, and I caught myself, I was like kind of using sarcasm and silliness, but, uh, you know, I think it got to a point where it would, it was a conversation to, to have like one-on-one. Sometimes it's hard to write all that stuff and sort of expose yourself on Facebook, but it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. And, um, so come, come and chat with me, especially when I post my things about my podcast or something like sort of about feelings. Uh, Twitter, I get a little bit more sassy. Facebook, I, I get sassy, but I hold back a little bit. Instagram is more like, hello, <laughs> offering my little self-care tips and my podcast. So, um, and if you'd like to support me, buy books, buy books, buy them for yourselves and friends. And, uh, but if you're, if you're not able to, or you just don't want to, you can support me by posting, sharing my posts, sharing my channel, discussing my books with other people, asking bookstores if they carry my books. Um, uh, just, yeah, chat away, you know, with other people about a mindful misfit podcast and my books that really helps me. And it supports me by chatting with me too on online. So thank you so much for listening. Happy Friday. Get your walk on, get your awkward on, have fun with it. And thanks for listening. Till next time.